What is up, everybody? We are back again. This time, it's our fan section preview for the week. Uh, we did our recaps. We did our rankings. Hopefully, you guys heard them both. Um, thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen to them. Um, but yeah, so this is a fan section podcast brought to you for fans, by fans, from across the college landscape. Section 100, section 300, bleachers down to the suites. Welcome, everybody. Um, that is Tyson. I'm Alan. The Gmail, if you want to get into the email, is uh, thefansection1 at gmail.com. Also, if you want to get over Instagram, we have an Instagram now at thefansection. And if you want to get into our Twitter, it is thefansection. So, like I said earlier, this is the preview week of, I think it's uh, week, 11. week 11. Okay, cool. Week 11 preview week. I can't even remember because there's been so many weeks. I just know that my dogs are 10-0 right now, and they're more than likely going to finish the season undefeated, which I think is – as a, I've never thought I'd see the day. It, I've never seen it in my lifetime. So it's a lot of really exciting, especially – and you all can attest to this. When your team is doing really, really good as a fan, you absolutely just fucking love I it. I think it's been – you would know this much better than me, but I think it's been since the early 80s, like 82 maybe. 1980. With 1980 with 1980, Herschel Walker. Herschel Walker. Yeah, that's the and last I don't time even know. Georgia won a national title. That's, that is the last time they won the title. Somebody also said they won it in 1942, and I was like, dude, I don't even care about that. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> was no. that before the forward pass? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, look, pre-World War II doesn't, that doesn't interest me because yeah. it's triple option. Yeah. Like – or the Green Bay, um, we're going to spread them left and spread them right, and we're going to run. Well, there's 120 Division One teams now. <laughs> yeah. There were probably four or five. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> we'll yeah. just say four. Um, but, but real quick before we get into this, Kansas beat Texas. Yeah. My God. <laughs> that, that is the first time Kansas has won a conference game in 750 days. It's like it's like six years. <laughs> kind of. But, <laughs> Uh, that listen, if you are a Texas fan, that is really rough. Okay, so they've lost five games in a row since losing the. I know, Oklahoma. I know, and we are going to talk about that. We're going to dive into this. So the preview is not just going to be. We're going to highlight a couple of games that we actually have on our slates, and we're also going to talk about the coaching carousel. So there's a lot of a lot of coaches vacancies that will be open. There's a lot of coaches that should be promoted, um, and we're also going to talk about the fall from grace. And why Texas has fallen so far and why um, Florida Florida has fallen so far. And so we're going to dive into that here in a little bit. But let's preview the games real quick. So the games that I wanted to highlight for sure, I want to give a little bit of love to Air Force in Nevada because Carson Strong is playing. And I really, really love Air Force because they're probably the best team in Colorado right now. Pro sports included. Yeah. Uh, take out the abs and nuggets. Well, that's your favorite guy <laughs> at running back, Brad Roberts. Brad Roberts, you baby. You should run for governor. I- <laughs> Yeah, he's got my vote, man. Ten TDs, a thousand yards. Yeah. Back in the day, that's Heisman numbers. Yeah. Right now. Oh yeah. (laughs) Like just because he plays for Air Force, man, and I get it. Army and actually, funny, Army and Navy used to win it all the time because their guys would put up ungodly, mad numbers. But yeah, so Carson Strong in this game. So if you have nothing to do on a Friday, November nineteenth, which is Friday, you have nothing to do. Um, watch this game. It's going to be on 7 p.m. Mountain Time, and I'm I'm excited for it. I he think. seems to have found his favorite target in Dubs, don't you think? I think so. I think so. Um, it's, I mean, he's putting up seven TDs, uh, 64 catches. I want to see to see if he can get to 70 because that's like kind of like the mark for college receivers. Wake Forest got there earlier this year. They did 70 receptions. Yeah. But oh, the, seven, I'm sorry. 70, 70, 70 catches. 70 points. Oh, no, yeah. 70 catches. No, 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 no. This is going to be a game where Air. <laughs> I think it's a 70 Air Force. Has a new yeah, offense. It's a real contrast in styles. Yeah, very, very different. Nevada likes to score quick 
Air Force likes to control the clock. So but it's Nevada like, played right. well against a similar style team in San Diego State last week. They did. They played well, but they didn't get the win. Right. Um, so, yeah, it, it's one of those things where it's just unfortunate. But really good game. Also, moving forward for the Saturday game. So I want to highlight Michigan State, Ohio State. This game has massive playoff implications. Whoever loses this game is likely out of the playoff conversation, regardless of if they win the Big Ten or not. So this game, if you're a Michigan fan, you want Ohio State – to beat Michigan and you want to beat Ohio State. That's that's what you need to happen if you're in Michigan. And we could call Justin and he would verify this, I'm yes, sure. Yes, he would. Uh, so, yeah. Well, he's been telling me he, he, he is a big-time Buckeye fan this week. Now, I, admit, I wasn't supposed to say that on the podcast. Oh, oh no. <laughs> that's okay because we all knew. Those of us that know the game understand that that's right. what needs to happen for Michigan to get back into the playoff conversation. Well, even to get to the Big Ten champ. Even to get to the Big yes, exactly that too. This is pretty much uh, this is pretty much for me the Big Ten champ game. It really is. I think both teams are going to come in hyped. Both teams are going to come in ready. Mel Tucker, I know you hate him, but has done some really good things in Michigan State with, with not even his class. I don't hate him. <laughs> I, I wonder all the time with all the work what he could did have been? in the transfer portal, mm. what, what could have been at CU. I wonder all the time. Yeah. And, and rightfully so, rightfully so too. And I kind of wonder too. It would be nice to like have that dude, especially being from, can you, you know, imagine coming from Georgia to see mm-hmm. you? I thought they were going to be great. Your boy, your guy Kenneth Walker, playing so well this year. Can you imagine? He was on Wake Forest last year. Wake Forest doing so well this year. Can you imagine if they had Kenneth Walker? And he put up the ungodly stats he had now. <laughs> He's, he wouldn't get nearly as much love, that's which true. is really yeah with Hartman. Maybe that's why he transferred. Because they pass the ball so much. Yeah, but at the same time, though, it's also Wake Forest. He probably didn't think he was gonna. They were gonna be in that position, you know. And you can't blame him. But he finally gets a shot, which is good, and he's making the most of it. It's all about opportunities, man, especially at this level. Um, and then we we weren't gonna talk about this game, but we can highlight it for sure. Iowa State, Oklahoma, Oklahoma. If they take two losses in a row, who's their starting quarterback? This game right. is it Rattler? Is it Williams? Rattler's gonna start. I is think he? Is what I saw. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I guess he's not transferring. There I thought he was real drama. I normal. thought he was for sure going to be on the transfer portal. Yeah. He's signed, sealed, delivered. He's gone because he unenrolled is what right. a lot of the reports said. And usually when you unenroll, you're in, at that point you're ineligible. Mm-hmm. Like so, I guess he didn't. Um, but yeah. And then I want to talk about the Bama Arkansas game. I think this game it will be the closest test that Bama or the the second to last test that Bama has. Um, if Bama wins this game, they're going to obviously probably more than likely beat Auburn as well. But they do struggle with mobile quarterbacks. And K.J. Jefferson is very tough to bring down. And he's very, very good when he's running. Not necessarily throwing the ball, but he does have 17 touchdowns and he's almost got 2,000 yards. So don't he's he's not a bad player, really. He's uh, he's kind of shocked me. I don't, I don't have him as elite, but he's definitely someone to watch in 2023 draft class for sure. Two keys um, I'm looking for in this game. Alabama averages 323 yards passing per game. Mm-hmm. Arkansas only gives up 195 passing yards per game. Mm. Also, that uh, that run offense from Arkansas against, I think we would both agree, the weakness of Alabama's defense is run defense. Yeah. And Florida put up 245 yards on them earlier. Mm-hmm. We were just talking about how Florida has just, just a fall from grace. Yeah. Like it's yeah, they're, they're night and day what happened when they almost beat Bama. I would love to see this be a competitive game. Me too. And then the other game I want to highlight was Cincinnati versus SMU. Uh, it is the SMU, and honestly, should be a rank, uh, should be a battle of top twenty-five teams, but it's not because the committee hates SMU, which is bullshit. But that's okay because 
if they pull the upset train, they'll for sure be ranked, but I'm not rooting for it. I'm rooting for Cincinnati to win out. Desmond Ritter needs to be on point all game. Um, and then the other game I had highlighted was Oregon versus Utah. So we talked about this. The, these two teams could potentially play twice in the, the so after this week because this is basically the Pac-12 title game. Um, <laughs> it would be very Pac-12 if what happens is what we're predicting will happen. Utah beats Oregon this week, knocks them out of the playoff, and then for the Pac-12 to get some redemption, Oregon beats Utah. And then their claim is, well, we beat, we beat, we got avenged, we avenged our loss. You're still not, you're still not going to. No, too long. You take the loss, you're out. Yeah. Especially in the back 12 the fact that you're as high as you are right now with one loss to Stanford. Uh, yeah, I, I still can't believe it. But those are my games that I wanted to highlight. Yeah, the I, only reason they're that high is because they beat Ohio State. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I, I think straight up. Yeah, and but, Ohio State's been rolling since. Yeah. So, yeah, it's better to lose early in the season than it is later. Obviously, Ohio State can attest to this. So, moving forward, though, I want to talk about – so, Fuente just got fired from Virginia Tech. So, there's another vacancy. So, the, the, the for sure vacancies are Virginia Tech, Washington, USC, LSU, and, and then the potential ones that we highlighted are you, – you, you didn't really believe this when I said it at the beginning, but now I think you're starting to come around – is Florida – and then Florida State, and then Miami, and then possibly Syracuse. So if you are a Air Force Falcon coach, and you are doing some amazing things, and you've said before that, where would your destination be out of those teams? Well, two seasons ago, Air Force won 10 games. They beat Colorado. Yeah. I mean, Calhoun was on the radar of yeah. teams. Mm-hmm. Troy Calhoun's a good coach. Mm-hmm. Um I think of him very similarly in the context of Army's head coach, Jeff Munkin, Yeah. that they are both very good coaches. But the question is, they do that triple option mm. set, and that's their thing. But but they won't but they won't do that. They only do that because of the personnel they have. They don't have high-flying, amazing athletes necessarily. They have weight limits and weight restrictions and height restrictions on some of those, especially at Air Force. I think you can only be a certain like weight. Um, I think the heaviest guy they can be is like 250 or 240. Mm-hmm. So they have to run that style of offense. Um, but a lot of them, a lot of coaches that do leave military programs end up running their personal offense. Like they'll move into like a triple option. Or they won't be a triple option, but it'll be like a, it'll be a trip set. It'll be a West Coast formation. It'll be a 21 set. It'll be a 20 or 12 formation. It'll be a lot or double tight. So they're able to run, but they can only run. That's why those schools run that that offense mm-hmm. because that's just the type of personnel they have. Um, so if Calhoun gets a call and he, I think he should, I really do. If I'm Virginia tech, if I'm Washington, I'm like, Hey man, like what would it take to double your salary? You know what oh, I mean? Much. Yeah. Like, like, um, and they then could I certainly do that. Oh, agreed. But I'm just saying like, you know, and then get you and your family down here and, and, you know, put your kids through free schooling. Like I, I think that, those teams, and then as far as the Florida job goes, I mean, Dan Mullins, I think he's out. I think he's gone. Like, you can't let Samford drop 52 on you at ha- like yeah. before the third quarter. I mean, yeah, you won 70-something 52. You kept him scoreless that after was just 52. That flat, embarrassing performance. That's what I'm saying. I think the fall from grace that, the grace that Florida has is just like from, from being 4-1 and one to after they played Bama to being what they are now. And then getting beat like you did 
against Georgia and getting beat like you did against was it Ole Miss South Carolina or South Carolina, like South Carolina. Points, yeah. That's with that their third string quarterback. That should have been the nail in the coffin. Yeah. I'm just really shocked that they didn't fire him. Yeah, you've been calling that for several weeks. I didn't yeah. buy into it until I, the last like two weeks. And I'm not trying to be biased. Yeah. I just I just don't think that he should have a job oh, anymore. Oh, it's clearly a, a mess there now. What do, what do you think about this? I mentioned this to you uh, last week, but mm-hmm. the possibility, and the, you you just talked about it, there, there's a real possibility. In the state of Florida, which is potentially the most fertile football recruiting state in the country, uh-huh. Miami, Florida State, and Florida all fire their coaches. It, it's very likely. I don't think it's ever happened, but it's very, very possible. I mean, and then you have, especially when you have coaches that are on the on the – Potential rise, like Calhoun, like Franklin, like Trailer, like Brom, Chadwell, Holgerson, Stoops, moving from Kentucky isn't out of the out of the question. Mm-hmm. Dykes, Freeze, Luke Fickle. And you mentioned before, Luke Fickle was number one on Michigan State's list before they went with Mel Tucker. If I'm Luke Fickle, I'm taking a very long look at next season, and I'm saying this is the best team I'm ever going to have at Cincinnati. I have peaked as a coach with my personnel. I am calling, or I'm, I'm picking up the phone on anybody that's calling especially in the SEC or the or um, the ACC, because Cincinnati hasn't moved. Yeah, okay. They're going to stay independent. Yeah, well, they're going to the Big 12. Oh, okay, but, but I'm not trying to play in the Big 12. Yeah, no, no. No, I think Fickle stayed for Ritter. Yeah. Uh, and this is Ritter's last year, right? Yeah. He's going pro. Oh, yeah, he's going pro. So this was the one push <clears throat> that he stayed back, so they make a run in a national title. After this season, I think, I think you could see him leave – now his dream job is Ohio State, but Ryan Day is never. He's, he's not leaving. Yeah, he's no. not leaving for a He was while. on the hot seat after one week, <laughs> week one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he's not going anywhere. So I don't know if Fickle would leave necessarily for for any other job. You did mention Jeff Trailer, the UTSA coach. Yeah. I think he would be a great fit at Texas Tech. It's, oh my God! I didn't even like them down. I should have. Yeah. So. Because Texas, they, when you have the roots in Texas, because mm. a lot of, like, Jamie Chadwell from Coastal Carolina and some mm. other people have been rumored for the Texas Tech Yeah, job. yeah. But, but Jeff Trailer, he knows the recruiting area. He knows the state. He knows, you know, so I think he'd be a good fit at Texas Tech. Yeah. I, I want to know, okay, so based, where would you rank these as far as the hottest job? So, say Florida and FSU and Miami are all up. You have Florida. Yeah, Virginia Tech, Washington, USC, LSU, Syracuse, Florida State, Miami, and then uh, Cincinnati. Say, since say all this happens, we have Cincinnati fickle leaves um, for one of these teams, whatever. So you would have, and then you would have Kentucky on that list. Where would you rank them from one through? I think that was eight. Well, do we both agree LSU's one, right? Ah, uh, no. You don't agree? No. I think LSU is a clear one. USC is a clear two. Okay. Do you disagree with that? I would put – so I would put Florida at one. Mm. Above LSU as far as program rise. Yeah. There's a lot of tradition at LSU, and LSU is great. And But before – who was the coach for Edo? I forget his name. Yeah, Les Miles. Les Miles. So, yeah, but – he made LSU what it was. Florida has always been Florida. Well, like, they won a national championship with Nick Saban. But they've always been really, really, really good in, in the national spotlight. I think there's more pressure to win at LSU than there would be at Florida right away. Yeah. So that's why I would put Florida at one, and I would put USC at two. Yeah. Okay. And then I would have LSU at three. LSU at three. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I agree with the, those top three Yeah. in a different order probably. Yeah, 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 for sure. 
Um, I just, I mean, L, but both are in the SEC. Both who, who are really good. Who else do you have left? Uh, so there's Washington, uh, Syracuse, Virginia Tech, Florida State, Miami. I would probably put in Florida. Kentucky, so. I'd probably put Florida State at four. Yeah, Washington's right up there too, though. I would put Miami before Washington. Yeah. Just based on I'm basing on the program or the tradition. Yeah. Like if you're a coach, but, but Miami's a private school, and they've they've always had. I mean, they, the football team has always won in spite of the university. I know, Miami. and that's why I'm saying if if I had if I wanted. If you win at Miami, you're a god. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, based on what Jimmy Johnson did back in the day, you know what mm-hmm. I mean. Like, so that's why I put Washington at six for me. Um, and and as far as Washington used to be really really good, they used to run the back twelve, like or be with USC at least. And then there was also UCLA, and UCLA might be another job opening. Yeah, that is a weird one. Well, I don't think Chip Kelly's going to get fired at UCLA. No, 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 not this year. But, but but when Chris Peterson left Washington, mm-hmm. I mean they just disappeared. I mean they're probably going to kick Colorado's ass this weekend, but <laughs> but they're terrible. They just fired yeah. Jimmy Lake. Mm-hmm. You know that is a curious case. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I mean as far as the but obviously if you're those four schools, so Florida, USC, LSU, FSU. Like you can take out, you can maybe say Miami, Washington, V Tech, and then um, Syracuse. But where would you? Who's a good fit? And I, I mean, the more the more I say it, it's Luke Fickle. <laughs> like Luke Fickle can get recruits. Florida is a hotbed. We've just talked about, mm. and they own Bama and Georgia when it comes to like that that area of recruiting. I mean, they haven't since Kirby Smart's been there. And Nick Saban. Yeah, the question but you're is also competing with Saban and Smart. Job. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's a very interesting conversation for sure. One like, person I think definitely that would take a job if offered is Hugh Freeze, the Liberty head coach. Yes. Now, he did coach in the SEC at Ole Miss before. Yeah, and you come on. A return back to the, the SEC for him would be huge for any any program. Well, I mean, Lane Kiffin came back to the SEC, and he's doing well. Yeah, exactly. That's you what know? I'm saying. Like, you can make the SEC very – and if you're going to these expansion-like – power five conferences if i'm one of these you know coaches i'm i'm trying to get my foot in the door right now let me throw you a crazy curveball here. yeah you ready for this oh yeah crazy curveball if florida holds on to dan mullen for one more year stupid I, well, hold, on, but hold on now hold on they hold on to dan mullen for one more year jacksonville jaguars suck a again next year no way urban meyer is going to be looking to get out of Get out of Dodge. Oh, my God. Meyer back to Florida? <laughs> Dude, that's not out of the question. That's not out of the question this year. Like, what What if this is in the works right now? And they're like, look, Urban, you've been making a fool of yourself. Come on down to Florida. Like, Dan Mullen's going to be out. That would be the only thing. So there'd have to be a big enough name for them because I think you're right. I think that they're going to – they shouldn't. But I think they're going to hold on to Mullen for one more year. Unless a name like Meyer or Fickle or Freeze, someone of that caliber, or even a Franklin. Let me ask you, do you think Florida could be capable of getting someone like Dabo Sweeney? No, because I think Sweeney's too invested in Clemson. Well, but that's what everybody said about Jimbo Fisher at Florida State, too. And Texas A&M just backed up the Brinks truck and said, whatever money you want. <laughs> well, if Florida can do that, then yeah. I mean, they can. 
But I, I think I, Dabo's getting paid a shitload of money at Clemson. I agree with you too. I think he's he's kind of interwoven in the culture there. I think so. He's a Clemson, you know, like they and, say Jim Harbaugh is a Michigan man. And look at how he's a Clemson. Look at how bad it would look too to have a down year and then leave. You know what I mean? Like with, it just it just I think he's he, he he's not that he's not that type of guy. I don't think. But yeah. I didn't think Mel Tucker was that type of guy. But to be fair, I mean, you just never know. I mean, obviously, what you do financially. I can see James Franklin doing that. No question. I can too. I can yeah. see any of these guys doing it. Yeah. I just don't think they will. That's the question. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think, like Franklin, I, I, I'm just going to cross him off. I mean, unless USC really, really does, like you said, backs up Brink's truck yeah. and says, "Dude, whatever you need, we will do it for you. We'll buy you a house on the beach." Like, let me give you another one. Hmm. Uh, Eric Bieniemy, the offensive coordinator for the Kansas City Chiefs, has been offered. Or you know, involved in uh, interviewing for multiple head coaching jobs the last couple of years. Yeah. The general idea or thought about that is that he is turning them down. He, was that? He's waiting for a CU job. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, CU actually reached out to him before hiring Embry, and and Bienemy, the CU alum, said no. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I know. Resounding no. No, but I think his thought has been, I've got Pat Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna and Andy Reid's a good head coach. I'm gonna ride this and try and win some championships. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're clearly down now. Well, yeah. After this last week, I don't know. But it, him in college, I think he's. I think once he's solidified himself. I mean, the the thing about being a head coach at the NFL is it's a job that you take to get fired. You know what I mean? Like you're not gonna be there forever. You're not gonna be um, Belichick. Yeah. Like I mean, you you might be. But that's really rare. You're not going to be a Tomlin. You know what I mean? Like, those guys are staples. If you look at every – I mean, the average life of an NFL head coach is three years. Yeah. I mean, it's just one of those things. But could you see USC making a play at Eric Oh, 100%. Bieniemy? And and if you're and, – and piggybacking off what I just said, three years. But college, it's double that. Yeah. Like, minimum. You know what I mean? Like, so I think if you're looking for longevity, and, and you absolutely can become – higher paid and more of a legend at the college level than you can as a coach than you can at the NFL level for sure. I mean, the NFL, yeah, you want a Super Bowl, you're, you know, you're enshrined in gold, but if you win a national title multiple years in a row, like Nick Saban, I mean, you, you get three statues built in front of your house. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's just, it's just night and day. Can we, can we at least stipulate though for USC there's no way they're keeping the interim coach. No, 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 no. That's, that's why, what, and that's why it made this yeah. list of coaches: that's Calhoun, what they did Stoops, with Clay Dykes. Hilton, and yeah. that's how they got into this position. Yeah, and so I. So there's no way they're doing that. And, and oh, and they're they're going outside. Mm-hmm. Florida is going to go outside. USC, LSU is already going outside. You know what I mean? They're trying to interview everybody. So Washington's Virginia Tech's going to go. And Virginia Tech's not a bad gig. Like it really isn't. I mean. Get get a get a top ten recruiting class and you win that division or your conference. Let me ask you one more thing here. Yeah. If you're Mario Cristobal, the head coach at Oregon, mm-hmm. and Florida offers you more money, oh, 100 percent. You go. Yeah. yeah. Because it's a, well, yeah, yeah. Because take just because you have AD in Oregon owns Nike doesn't mean that Florida isn't a better. They invented Gatorade. I mean, it's really you're also in the SEC. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. It's it's all about the conference. I mean. Oregon fired Chip Kelly after a very successful career. Mm -hmm. There's no job security at Oregon. There's job security at Florida if you win a national title or if you win the SEC. I think that's where people kind of get tripped up talking about this coaching carousel stuff. It's like, well, 
they think like, well, Oregon is better now mm-hmm. than Florida. But it, it takes one class. I mean, it takes one class in two years. You get paid more. You're in a more fertile recruiting ground. Exactly. You know, I mean, all so I said it takes yeah. one class mm-hmm. to just to turn. See, because I agree. I think Cristobal would go. Look yeah. at Kirby Smart. So his first year, he brought in a top five recruiting class. And he, he only won seven games that first year. Mm-hmm. His second year, he was he was in the SEC title game. His third year, he was he just – or he was back in it. His – Third year, he he lost to Florida. Now in his fifth year or his fourth year, he's undefeated, playing for the playoffs, like for a yeah. national title, like with five years of top five recruiting classes. Like I said, all it takes is one class. I'm thinking about something in real time here. You ready for this? Yeah, um, yeah. Along with Mario Cristobal, played offensive line at Miami. Mm-hmm. If Miami fires Manny Diaz. Oh, yeah. Does he go to Miami? They would call him. They should call him. Oh, of course they should call him. They should 100%. Him. Once yeah. you're at HC, and that's why I said it would take an HC of that level. Like, all these guys that we listed on this list are pretty much A or B tier coaches. Yeah, that would be a big name. You know what I mean? Like, these are all big name coaches that, like, honestly have outplayed where they're currently at. Like, and you can say what you want about Air Force, but Calhoun isn't tied to Air Force. Calhoun is a hell of a coach. And honestly, like... If I'm CU, I'm giving him a call. <laughs> like, as at least, at least not, I mean, Shiverini's not going to get promoted to HC anytime soon. Oh, shit. That's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, like, I'd give him a call. Like, what does it hurt? You know what I mean? And especially, like I said, as the expansion continues to go on, if you're one of these coaches, you've got to put your foot in the door. Stoops, I can cross him off the list because it's what's already in the door. Yeah. I think what he's done at Kentucky, he's happy. Unless the Oklahoma job, which Lincoln Riley's never going to get fired, mm-hmm. ever opens up. Maybe he goes back with his brother, but I doubt it. I just think it's a, re- it's a really fun topic. It is. And it's cool that you have um, LSU and USC as the top two destinations. And I would see that. I mean, LSU Death Valley is a, it's a tough place to win, man. Tough place. But, uh, yeah, it's – I don't know. I mean, do you have any other thoughts on it as far as like... No, I think it's going to be interesting. See, I also, I don't think the coaches we've seen fired already, I don't think that's the end of it. Oh, you're 100% right. There will be more. I, I have Florida. I have Florida next. And then honestly, um, don't don't count out them firing Florida State coach the next coming weeks. Yeah. Honestly. But that has been a uh, fan section preview. It's turned into kind of a short but it's not really short it's just more along the lines of we highlighted a bunch of games we talked about the coaching carousel because it's really fun to talk about as far as future and setting up for next season and like we said if you're you're playing um, in the ranking episode you're playing if you're ranked 8 through 25 you're playing for next season and you're looking to set up next season so I think there was a lot of credit to that um, but this has been a fan section uh, preview episode thank you guys so much for listening that is Tyson I am Alan and we are out Go Buffs. Go Buffs. Oh, we're out like Oklahoma. Yeah. Yeah.